0: Jason Tipton was wounded and captured September the 17th, 1862 the bloodiest single day clash in American history overlooking the sunken road I stood alone in fact, that is the sunken road between the wall and that picket fence or that log fence, whatever you, rail fence that was where the bodies of thousands of men from both sides were stacked like they said, like cordwood it was called the sunken road but after that day, it became bloody lame. Overlooking the sunken road, I asked the guide to point it to me where he could at least—not the exact location, but the proximity of where the Florida Fifth Infantry Regiment, which was a small uh, regiment, and they actually joined in with another regiment. So, but the best they could tell, he he pointed back to, uh, in the direction where I'm looking, and up on a knoll and a hill there, and. And I'm standing there recalling in my American history class what I learned. And so I look back there. In fact, I left that point and walked up to the hill and stood there. And as I stood there, there were tears that dwelled up in the corner of my eyes. I asked myself the question, why was my great-great-grandfather spared? There were so many boys, 16, 17, 18, in, in and adult men that, was on that ground dead, corpse. And, and of course, they captured my great-grandfather, and he was a prisoner of war. And after he was wounded, they took him. But I I stood there thinking, then why was my great-great-grandfather spared? And I I don't know too much about him. I have his photograph, what a little bit of family history I could gather. I learned that he was a hard shell Baptist preacher. Now, I don't know what that means. What a hard-shell Baptist preacher means, I I don't know, but maybe some of you older folks could tell me after church. But uh, he was some kind of preacher anyway, of some Baptist leanings, and I don't know. All I'm doing is using supposition. But I got a feeling somehow or another somebody prayed for me. I I got to thinking, what am I doing here today? I I would not have been here today had he, like so many thousands, were killed that day. Now here's my point. You would not be here today had someone not fought for you. Somewhere on a battlefield of prayer, somebody called your name. Somebody travailed in prayer. God, save my husband. Save my husband. My wife. Save my children. Save my family. You're sitting here today. My friend, it might have been your great-great-grandmother. It could have been your pastor 50 years ago. It might have been a biological relationship or it could have been a, a Sunday school teacher. But somebody prayed for you somebody push the plate back for you now I'm not here to discount anybody's personal decision and relationship with God you can't can't live for God unless you make that decision but I also want to remind us that we didn't get here on our intellect we didn't get here because we graduated valedictorian at a Bible school somewhere Oh, that's good. We didn't get here because of who we know and what our last name is. I'm telling you, there was a prayer warrior, there was somebody that may not even had a third-grade education, my friend, that couldn't even read their name in boxcar letters. You might have never known them, but they prayed for their posterity. They prayed for their future children and grandchildren that they would be blessed in generations to come. So I want to remind you, as the prophet said, remember the days of old, remember those things. You need to reach back back in your memory and you need to look in that mirror and say who was it that fasted for me who was it look in that mirror take a glance over your shoulder was it a mama was it a pastor was it a daddy somebody believed in you somebody wanted you to be saved it's okay it's okay to look back and see where the Lord brought me from i be in redundant, but somebody pushed the plate back. I, I was, my great-grandfather was spared for some reason. You're here for some reason. And I stood there that day. I said, God, if in 1862 you spared my great-great-grandfather for some reason, I have to be a part of that plan. And I want to know why am I, why am I here. What is my contribution to your cause? What what, what are I supposed to be doing? Here I'm telling you, the problem is this. It, the enemy comes against our mind. Did you know that? The enemy attacks our mind. And so when he does, my friend, we need to retrieve that weapon of memory and testify and say, I remember when I didn't have a job. Or oh, I remember when I was on the sick bed. Oh, I remember when my pastor came by and laid hands on me and my fevered brow broke, my friend. I remember my friend. So when the enemy comes against you on the first Sunday of 2019 and you need a Miracle, or there's something you're facing tomorrow. You can go and look in that rearview mirror and say, "God, my friend has been for me. He's been for me. I can look back in my mirror and and remember, He healed me. He healed me. I have so many, and I don't. I don't want to. I want to try to bring this to a conclusion and, and let us pray together." But in my memory bank, there are so many things. You in your you have an, your own testimony, but my mind just all of a sudden I remember was in Weaver Hitchcock, Florida. and My cousins asked me to go home with them, and and we got in their old '59 Chevrolet. I just preached at my aunt's funeral, but we got in her Chevrolet, and we they drove 25 miles east from to church, and we drove 25 miles west. And, And we'd meet in this town where we had our little church. And so, but my four cousins was in the car. My aunt was driving this old 59 Chevrolet. My aunt knew when she left the house that day, she may not have enough gas to get home, but she wasn't going to miss church. And I remember her, I remember her saying when the old car had a hiccup. Uh Uh-oh. My aunt said to us, she said, Kids, we're running out of gas. And I wasn't going to tell anybody we are not going to let you all know because I thought we might get home, but we're running out of gas. I need you to pray that we're not stranding on this dark highway. So start praying, God, to help us get home. Now, this is not in a book. This is something David Tipton lived. We turned the back seat of that 59 Chevrolet into an altar as we knelt in the floorboard, and we began to pray, God, help us make it home. Help us get there. And in this 9, 10, 11-year-old boy's mind, I can remember that car catching up kind of catching its breath. Hallelujah. And I'm here to tell you the next morning, uh, my uncle who was not in the church uh, went out to start the car and there was not even enough fumes in it to start the car. I'm here to tell you when the devil comes against me today, I can look back in that rear view mirror and say once I was young and now I'm old. That's my memory. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Come on and clap your hands. So when the enemy of your soul attacks, you retrieve that weapon of memory and testify. Had it not been for the Lord on my side, where would I be? It is memory that consecrates. You touch lives. You deposit experiences. Now, if you would invite me to your home, and if there were a photo album on your coffee table, I would ask for permission first. May I view your pictures, your photo? Sure, sure. I I enjoy looking at pictures. I really do. Now that's a sign I'm getting old. Because every picture has got a story to tell. And there's a memory there. And so I would it wouldn't take me long to look at your photo album. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> because as I look through them, those those photos mean a lot to you. As you flip through, look over there, that grandpa. Stand there beside that old 49 Ford. Look at me, there I am with my... my we used to call them dungarees. There I am with my dungarees rolled up. Right. That was my first pair. We used to, my first pair of brogans. I oh, yeah. mean, young folks don't know what that is. What. Man, look at my hairdo. Oh, my Lord. Some of you guys say, good Lord, look at all the brill cream I had. Some of you ladies say, my Lord, how many oatmeal boxes did I have up there? Coffee cans <laughs> memory, and you look at yourself and there you are a little two headed boy and you're thinking, I wonder what I was thinking, I wonder what grandma was thinking. I've got a picture of my mother's grandparents and and and, and my great grandmother she's out there with this long flowing dress and a bonnet on, and he's out, he's a little short fella and he he was almost self sufficient he the only thing he had to go to town for, I think, was, was coffee and a little something. But but he he raised everything, and, and he had a, a sugar cane meal. And, and he was out there, and my great-grandma was helping him feed in the sugar cane. And, and they had this so, mule or something going around squeezing the juice out of the sugar cane. And I got this picture. I wasn't there. My mother wasn't there. But it just means so much to me, though. That's my great-great-grandparents, and that's my heritage. But to my mother, oh, she remembers those days. And I get a lot of conversation out of her. So as I'm looking through your photo album, it don't take me long. The only, the only, the only way that I would slow down is if I flipped a page and my picture was in it. If my picture was there, then I'd I'd, I'd look at that. Why? Wow. <laughs> See, your but your pictures have more meaning to you than anyone else. You know why? In fact, I encourage you this week to sit down. How long has it been since you grabbed an old photo album? And just go back and relive some memories. Some of the brush arbor days. And no, not, I don't, I'm not a person that believes in living in the past. Amen. Amen. But if we forget where we come from, I'm not so sure we're concerned about where we're going. Because I didn't get here. I didn't get here without somebody's sacrifice. Prayers. I'm I'm enjoying a lot of things today. Amen. I'm I'm, I'm eating from vineyards that I didn't plant. Come on. I'm enjoying the blessings and the benefits. But homes I didn't build. This is an analogy. There's a lot of blessings come to us. There's a lot of blessings that come to us. Amen. But somebody, somebody, paved the way. Amen. And so I want to just spend a few minutes reliving those experiences. Everybody say, remember. There's a scripture that I I gave the media team in Timothy. If you'd pull that up, uh, I didn't even write it down here on myself. I don't remember if it's 1 Timothy or 2 Timothy. There it is right there. Aren't they good? They got discernment. (laughs) This is what the the older minister wrote to his son in the gospel. Now, there was not a biological relationship, but there was a spiritual relationship. There was a son in the ministry. So he said, when I call to remembrance, the unfeigned faith, and he's talking to Timothy, that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois. Mm. Now, Paul's not taking anything away from Timothy's experience, but he's reminding him, son, you wouldn't be here because it was your grandmother that had faith, Lois, and your mother, Eunice. But he went on to say, you're the recipient of that, but I am persuaded that it is in thee also. I could read that scripture and say, when I call to remembrance, Sherlon Davis, the faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother, Merle, and thy mother, Rachel. I am persuaded that it is in thee also. Amen. I look over here at Cameron. Lord, I can't believe how tall he is. And I thought about that. My Lord, this scripture can say when I call to remembrance, the unfeigned faith that is in thee, Cameron, which first dwelt in thy grandmother, Colleen, and thy mother, Jennifer. I am persuaded that it dwells in thee also. Listen to me, young men. You've got faith. Hallelujah. You've got a legacy. You've you, you, you got a link to something. Or oh, you ought to stand and thank God for your grandmother or your mother or whoever it might have been that links you to this apostolic message. Ooh. I look over here and I see Cade. I thought about Cade this morning. Cade, I want to call you to your remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which first dwelt in thy grandmother, Harriet, and thy mother, Lynette. Right, Come on, young people. Come on, everybody. Why don't you, right now, I don't know all of your first name or your legacy or your, or, or your link, lineage right here, but what I want you to do is raise your hands and, and call out that name. It might have been a pastor, it could have been a Sunday school teacher, but that put that faith in you. Thank him. him. Somebody prayed for you. Somebody prayed for you. Somebody touched God for you. And those prayers are alive today. Those prayers are alive today. Those tears, those prayers are caught up in vials. And even though your grandmother or your mother or your pastor, or your Sunday school teacher is dead and gone, the prayers they prayed for you are still in the ears of God. Hallelujah. I'm blessed today. I am blessed. So am I'm going to try to move right along. You can be seated. Stand, whatever. He went on to admonish him by saying, in the next verse or after, he said, Wherefore, look at me now. He's telling this young man, wherefore, I am putting you into remembrance. It's what I'm doing here today. He said, I put you in remembrance that you stir up the gift of God. Mm. Oh, hallelujah. Sometimes our experience, my experience, just things kind of settles down in the bottom of my heart. Amen. And I just kind of let the cares of life and the pressures of the world, and all those ingredients that God has given me, I let them sink down to the bottom of my heart. And I'm not as effective as I need to be. I'm not, and, and I'm the only way. I can feel in the Holy Ghost is to get this thing going. It's by way of remembrance. It's to take that stick of, or that spatula or that stirring stick of remembrance and run it deep into my heart as an analogy and stir it up and stir it up and start remembering some things. Hallelujah. Somebody help me preach here for a few moments. Somebody remember a few things. Because heart and memory are entwined. When the prodigal... Son found himself broke, busted, and disgusted when he reached bottom, sleeping on the ground, eating hog slop. He had a flashback. Can you imagine? My grandparents had hogs. That's really not a desirous place to be. But he's in there eating with them. His hair is matted. He hasn't had a bath in weeks. He is as far down as you can get. But he had a flashback. Remember what I told you? The word has, it'll come back to you in some of the strangest places. He had a flashback and said, whoa, 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 wait, wait a minute. What am I doing here? (laughs) Huh. I don't belong here. Oh, Lord, I feel the Holy Ghost. And he, and he had a flashback. He, he, he had memory that could not be taken away from him. Oh, I remember how we used to shout. I remember how we used to run the aisles. Come on, this is what a backslider thinks. You think they're callous and you think they're hard-hearted. You think they're sowing their wild oats, and some of that is true. But I'm here to tell you, there are occasions at night where they're laying there, they close their eyes, they can see you run the aisle. They can hear the pastor preaching. They can remember and reflect. Oh, come on, somebody. And there will come a time that they will have a moment of sanity because the Bible said when he came to himself, oh, he had lost his mind. He was insane. But the Bible said he came to himself. He had a moment of sanity when he looked in the mirror and said, Oh my Lord, what am I doing here? Even though I'm emotionally, physically, and financially bankrupt, I've got a wealthy resource to fall back on. What am I doing here? And when he came to himself, listen to what he said. He said, How many hired servants that my daddy has? That has bread enough to spare. He said, even my daddy's servants have leftovers on their table. So when the enemy began to sucker punch him, that's what life does to you. It hits you hard. Come on. Life hits you. Now you can just choose to lay down and succumb, wind up in the pig pen, or you can stand up and reach back and get that weapon of memory right. and say, I know I'm not what I need to be. I know I'm not where I'm supposed to be. I know things is not the way I ordered or designed, but I got enough in my memory that's going to propel me to start my journey back to the Father's house. I'm headed home. I'm headed home. I know I've done preached too long already, but I feel. There's enough backsliders in this community. That if in the year 2019, you did not pray one new convert through. But if you could somehow or another break through. The, the balcony would be full time for some of them to come home Amen. Amen. not all of them will but some of them if they knew all right. if they just knew right. and so as he begins walking daddy starts running all right. All right. and so if you see one of them has any inclination they're walking toward you <laughs> A walking backslider needs a running church. And if they know, if they know that you're not going to castigate them and put them down and criticize them, but you're standing there and you're running toward them, come on home. Come on home. It's that weapon of memory that will bring you back to where you need to be. And there was a reunion standing on a dirt road of a father and a son because somebody decided, I'm not going to continue to waste my life. I'm going to use this weapon of memory. Now, you may not be a backslider, but the enemy comes against your mind, and you don't need to let him have too much time. Go ahead and reach back and get that memory. I don't have to sit here hungry. I, I don't have to sit here and listen to this negativity. I don't have to sit here and let him bombard my mind. I've got a new future. I've got a new day. I've got a new year. And so this new future can come into focus. As I look through the windshield and take a glance at the rearview mirror, I feel a new day. I feel a new horizon. Oh, when I remember the blessings and the benefit of the Father's house, somebody that'll shout it's a new day it's a new season I don't know if I can remember here I am talking about memory and I got so much trying to come to my mind It's a song let's see see if we can see if I can put this together a couple of I had a couple of notations but this one See if I remember The things that I love and hold dear to my heart are just borrowed. They're not mine at all. Jesus, only let me use them to brighten my life. So remind me, remind me. Dear Lord, anybody remember that? Roll back the curtain of memory now and then. Show me where you brought me from and where I could have been. Remember, I'm human and humans forget. So remind me, remind me. Lord. Come on, put your hands together and say remind me, Lord. Remind me. Woo! Somebody shout remind me, Lord. Come on, shout it out that remind me, Lord. I'm going to help with your memory. Oh, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, my soul cries out. Oh, when I think, what is that? That's memory. Oh, when I think, oh, when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all he has done for me, my soul cries out. Once I was young, now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Oh, it's seed, begging bread. How could Paul say that? Because it was through his memory. Remain standing. Here's what I felt like the Lord wanted me to come by here this morning and say to you, remember the things that I have done for you. Don't forget what I brought you through. Don't forget what I brought you out of. Remember the blessings I have bestowed upon you. Lord, I am telling you, I got so much going through my mind right now. Here's another old song. Mm-hmm. I never shall forget the day When all the burdens of my soul was rolled away It made me... Come on, help me. I'll participate. I don't expect all you young people to know it, but we'll learn it right quick. Like, I never shall forget the day when all the burdens of my soul was rolled away. It made me happy, happy, glad, and free. I'll sing and shout. It. Can you remember the day of the year you got the Holy Ghost? Come on, raise your hand. Say it out loud. That's first, 1966. Come on, say it out loud. Come on. Come on. Do you remember what town it was? Come on, say the town it was. Come on, hallelujah. Just remember where. How many many can undeniably, irrevocably say, God healed you sometime? Come on, you remember? Say, he healed me of this. He healed me of that. Hallelujah. Come on, how many, he opened up the financial blessing for you when you didn't know what you was going to do and you didn't know how you're going to buy groceries. Oh, I can shout amen. I never shout. Oh, the day. Me about you, you Googled that. What's that song? I came to lift him up, and so I did this the other day. I was thinking about this message, and uh, I, 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 I don't, I can't sing this song the way it's supposed to be. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna give you the words, and we may have to go back. So I never shall forget the day. okay? But I'm going down the road, and this song come to my mind. So I typed it in. I can't remember if it was Mississippi Mass Choir or Kirk Franklin or somebody. It's one of, it's, it's, it's one of these that, oh my Lord. Going down, It's dangerous going down the road to listen to him. But nevertheless, I took the risk because my mind was going down memory lane. And so I dare you to Google this when you get home. You, woo, you'll want to shout. It goes something like this. I remember when my burden rolled away. I remember when his spirit came to stay. I don't know the tune. Like a newborn babe, I was sanctified and saved. I remember when my burdens rolled away. Somebody needs to go back to remember. It goes something like this. There's a modern day opinion. It says this joy cannot last. Anybody ever heard this song? The power of the spirit is a thing of the past. But when I think about his goodness and how coming out, he blessed me today. I gotta rejoice and let the spirit have his way. I remember how He saved me. I remember how He healed me. I remember how He filled me. I remember how He sought me. I remember how He found me. I remember how He loved me. I remember when my burdens rolled away. I remember when my burdens rolled away. I remember when His spirit came to stay. Come, newborn, babe! Worship the Lord. Somebody needs to go back and remember. Y'all done preached me down. Now y'all gotta have some church up in in here. I never shall forget the day. Grant in the mirror.